Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John, and today is Friday, June 25th. You guys, we're getting to the end of the month of June, coming to July, and I am really excited today because my friend Jennifer Strickland is back on the show with me today, and we're going to spend some time talking about identity and why it is so important, probably more important now than it's ever been, that we learn to find our identity in Christ. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. As many of you guys have heard by now, I am running to represent Washington State's third congressional in the race for Congress for the House of Representatives. We have a very important deadline coming up for fundraising. If you guys care about what's going on in this nation, if it is bothering you that the radical left is pushing to indoctrinate our children through the school system, if you care about what's happening at our border, if you would like to see school choice at the forefront of what we're talking about on the floor of the House of Representatives, I'm going to encourage you to to join me in my run for the U.S. House of Representatives. You can support the run by going to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. You can get on our prayer team. You can volunteer to help. You can absolutely sign up for our email address where we're keeping you guys apprised of what's happening with the campaign and what's happening politically with the issues surrounding Washington State. We appreciate your support, and you can support us at Heidi. St. John for Congress.com. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John for Congress. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. For those of you who have been asking me questions about MomStrong International and how that ministry works, go to MomStrongInternational.com. It is a membership-based organization, costs about $8 and some change every month. And for that, you're going to get a Bible study. You're going to get a scripture writing challenge that we print out for you every month. We do something called Kids Strong there that will help you take what you're learning and teach it to your children. And for the next three months, Anchor, which is what we typically write for teens that goes along with that study is going to be focused on how you can help your boys uh, find their identity in Christ. Jennifer Strickland is my guest today. She is a fantastic voice for truth in the culture today. She's done an amazing job of just teaching women to find their identity in Christ. Uh, Jennifer spent a lot of time in the modeling industry and she understands the despair that women and girls experience when they allow the world to define them. And now she's dedicated her life to telling the truth that when women turn away from these mirrors of the world and they look into the never changing mirror of the word of God, their beauty, their purpose and identity can become crystal clear that they are God's beloved daughters, handmade creations, lights and ambassadors designed to reflect his image to a lost and divided world. This is going to be a fantastic study. I can't wait to hear how God uses it. Jennifer, my friend, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me on, Heidi. So you and your family, we didn't talk about this before, but you guys live in Texas. Is that right? That's right. Have you always been a Texas girl? No, I was born in California. Okay. So yeah, but I fell in love with a cowboy. (laughs) I fell in love with a Texan and his family had moved to California and we got married and had a couple kids. And then he took a trip back to Texas and came, came back home and said, um, 
we need to move. <laughs> and so I am so grateful to be in Texas right now. But yeah, I bet. It's been, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 it's been wonderful, wonderful for our family. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, one could argue it's a whole lot better than being in California right now. Well, you could say that, <laughs> although I have a lot of people I love out there. So I want to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I obviously, you know, I live in the Pacific Northwest and, you know, we have, we're living under the tyrannical dictates of a tyrannical government. And I keep hearing people say, you know, I hope that the whole left coast just falls off of the, you know, falls off the map into the ocean. And I'm like, wait a second. I, I live there. No, we don't want, we don't want that. No, but we you, don't. Know, you, you, you have to be strong because I mean, here in Texas, I'm generally surrounded by people who are in agreement with conservative values. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of people move here from all over the country. So we're in a way as, as divided as every other areas, but you know, in, in California, you, you know, and out there, you guys got to be really strong. And, and that's good. And, and again, that's what we're talking about today is, you know, your identity and being strong in what you believe and who you are and what you're going to do when you go out there into the crazy divided mask wearing, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you, if you have what you believe, you're going to have to be really strong. Yeah, it's true. And a lot of that, that confidence, you know, when we're looking for identity in the world, boy, it shifts underneath your feet pretty fast. You know, I mean, for one one minute, they think you're amazing. And the next minute, they don't like you anymore. And you've lost the, you know, you lost the friendship, or you lost the endorsement, or you lost the job or whatever it was. And we got to be, we have to know who we are. And really, that's, that's what you've been doing. That's what you've been spending the last 15 years doing. But I have to ask you before we jump into because I don't think you and I have ever talked about this on the show. You got to tell us how you met Shane because he moved you from California. You know, you married yourself a, a cowboy and uh, we all know what Willie Nelson said about that, but you married yourself a cowboy and uh, <laughs> he moved you to Texas. How'd you guys meet? Oh my goodness. That's a whole show, Heidi. Okay. Oh, five minutes. Oh my goodness. We have such a great love story. We really do. We really do. Okay. I'll be quick, but no, he's, <laughs> um, he was a prodigal son raised, raised in Texas, raised going to church, knew, knew God, knew his ways and sort of took off and, uh, traveled and sowed his wild oats. He did that when his family lived in Texas and then they moved out his, his family is in the real estate business and they moved out to California really for that reason in the real estate market, uh, had kind of crashed in Texas. They went out to California and his mom's an interior designer. And our dads met through Rotary Club, actually, and a business club, yeah, for businessmen. And then his mom started doing the decorating for my mom's house. And her very first job was to hang all of my modeling pictures and the big collage of my career over in Europe, over my mom's sewing machine. And so she measured them and hung all these. And then, poor thing, I come home from the modeling industry after discovering most of it is just corrupt <laughs> and twisted. And I come home and I demand that my mom take all these pictures down. And, and Linda, Shane's mother is like, Oh my goodness, I worked so hard in hanging those. And I'm like, they're lies. They're all lies. You know? So I let, we didn't take them all down to spare my mother's heart, but most of them, <laughs> but yeah, um, my dad, after a while he knew I was going to church and, you know, my, I was not, my family was not engaged in church at the time. And, and he knew that I was lonely and he, he, he called Shane cause he knew his family and said, I think my daughter needs a friend. And, uh, 
my brother and I took a trip down to Mexico and, and ended up inviting Shane and Shane and I went riding horses on the beach in Mexico and <laughs> the water is spraying in the hooves. And I looked at him and I go, Oh my gosh, I think I might've found my prince. And so we came home and he's, I, he said, um, you know, I'd love to see you again. And I said, okay, you know, we'd go out on Friday night or whatever, you know, next week. And he goes, no, I mean, tomorrow, I want to see you tomorrow. And so we had lunch the next day. We spent every day together and, and we waited for marriage, which was a big deal. Cause he was like 29 and I was 27. We had both sort of gone out into the world and discovered it's, it's uh, tricks and traps and lies and given our lives back to Christ and, and wanted to do things God's way. And so, you know, we're, we were two rough around the edges, young kids that fell madly in love, but wanted, wanted to do it with God at the center. And it's just been an incredible ride. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing. And so you were 29 when you married him? Yeah, I think I was 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 28, he was yeah. 30, tw- 27 or 28. And then boom, we had our, our two, Olivia and Zach, our children mm-hmm. right away, you know, very shortly afterwards. And then yeah. Samuel came wow. along 10 years later. And it's, wow. yeah, it's been a great story. And our families are still really good friends. You know? <laughs> I remember my mom and his mom we, at like an Easter Sunday or something, they were hiding behind the refrigerator door going, oh, the kids are falling in love. The kids are falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and, and you can imagine my homes have been beautiful ever since, you know, because I have this incredible interior designer for a mother-in-law, but more than that, but more than that, she's such a godly woman. And, uh, and she's been a real example to me about marriage and family and how to keep a home and make it a sanctuary for your family and for your children. And so that was just so neat to marry into a strong Christian family. And then my parents eventually became believers and are, are, are now Christians too. So it's really cool. Wow. Yeah, I was That's the first amazing. one in my family. Yeah. To, to, to meet Jesus. That. Yeah. And then now the rest of them. Yeah. I love that. And, and honestly, I mean, this is the message of the gospel that, that Jesus is, he changes people. And that our lives can be transformed and that it, this, it's the transformative work of the cross, you know, and the message of the gospel that actually brings the hope that this generation so desperately needs right now. Absolutely. I mean, we are too, too, you know, we're always in transformation. Our stories are are ever developing, right? But as 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, you know, he transforms us in, from glory to glory. So it's been deeper and deeper healing, you know, over the years. And writing these books was a big part of my healing. You know, I came back to who I really was, which I happened to be a six foot tall blonde at 17. <laughs> you know, we all look good at 17. <laughs> Um, but deep inside, I always wanted to be a writer. And so, uh, when I came home, I, I mean, it was one of the first things I did as I set up my laptop and I started, I started writing and because I knew that I had a message, I had, I, I had sort of a unusual up close look, you know, into, into one of the most glamorized industries in the world. And being backstage with, you know, Giorgio Armani and being in the offices of Eileen Ford and, and getting to know those people and then discovering that it was a facade 
that it was never going to really bring me true happiness. Not that a model can't be happy. Of course she could, but she has to know who she is. And I, I didn't know who I was, Heidi. And so I fell in love with the word of God and it's been a journey of him showing me, you know, who I am in his eyes. And so, you know, just seeing all of these young women now, you know, glued to their phones and, um, and, and how that can be a, a blessing and a curse. And so trying to help them understand how to deeply root themselves in what God sees when he sees them. And for us too, this book, Beautiful Lies, we're going to be teaching with the MomStrong community, you know, women who've been abused, that have been through a divorce, who have had verbal, sexual, physical violence in their lives. You know, so much of what men say to us can deeply root itself in our hearts. And we can begin to believe what was said about us, whether it was when we were children, you know, you're fat, you're worthless, you're stupid, whatever, you know, lies were told about us when we were young or, or to, you know, in some, you know, cases of marital violence, you know, and abuse of, of, of men, you know, can say things to us that, that we actually begin to believe about ourselves if we don't know who we are in God's eyes. So it's a call as well for men to, to, to be speaking the truth of our identity into, uh, into the daughters and into the wives so that we're strong and know who we are, you know, when the storms come, cause they're going to come and friendships are going to break up and, you know, jobs are going to get lost and economies are going to change and political persuasions will divide people. And if we don't know who we are and what our call is, we can just be whipped around by that wind of change, what I call a roller coaster ride our whole lives, instead of keep our heads held high and say, look, I, I am the beloved daughter of God and, and I'm going to have boundaries around myself in which I'm treated with that kind of respect. And I'm going to treat you with that kind of respect and because I'm representing a heavenly king. Hmm. I wonder if we can, for a moment, because you you said something, I kind of piqued my interest. And you and I, we talked about this the last time that you were on the show, but I think it I think it bears repeating because we, you said, you know, we're watching these young girls and even boys, they're glued to their phones, right? Taking selfies, you know, you know, puckering their lips, <laughs> doing the whole thing, you know. And uh, you you started talking about the mirror and the images and I, and it just made such an impact. And I'm wondering if you can kind of give that, um, that encouragement to the mom who sees that her child, or maybe the mom is doing it for goodness sake, you know, the mom is the one who's taking the selfies and we're doing everything with our phones. You know, we, we got to selfie our quiet time so that people can see that we're doing it. And we got to get the light just right in the picture and the house has to look just right behind it. All that stuff is a facade too, right? Oh, it's such a facade. It's so exhausting. And, you know, I've kind of gotten to the point with social media where I'm like, you know, the world might tell me or, you know, publishing companies might tell me that I have to be on social media. But what if the Lord is telling me to rest? Yeah. What if the Lord is telling me to unplug and to focus on my son this summer and just be with mm -hmm. my family? And isn't that enough? Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind mm -hmm. of pulling back as I push back in, into the culture because I, mm -hmm. I don't believe that I have to be on there all the time the way that the culture is telling me I have to. But mm -hmm. the Bible teaches that when we fixate on images of man, our hearts become filled with darkness. And we'll study this in Beautiful Eyes. But when we fixate on this and, you know, it's like it becomes an idol for us, the, the culture becomes more and more depraved. And the Bible teaches that 
like homosexuality will become rampant and uh, violence and disrespect for parents. And the Lord, you know, finally gives people over their depravity. And it all began with not honoring him as their creator without, instead of looking to him as our source of worth and, in, in integrity and value and purpose, we look instead to images that look like modern man. We look at the, the Insta star and we go, well, look at her family and look at her pictures and look at her outfit and look at her money and look at her dream vacation. And we start going, well, why isn't my life like that. And my, you know, everybody believes and studies show that 90% of people who are on social media believe that other people are having more fun and are more successful than them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I, I believe that too. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm like, Oh wow. Look at her. Look at everything she's doing. And I'm just vacuuming today. (laughs) I'm just doing mounds of laundry and she's traveling the world. And it's not, it's just an image. And I know that from my past and I know that from the words of scripture. Yeah. And it's an image. And we realized too, I mean, you had made, you made a really good point about mirrors. And I thought, man, you know, if we, how, how messed up we are right now that everything has to look a certain way and no wonder we are caught up in it. No wonder our girls are having such a hard time. And even our young, our young boys, I was in a, uh, near a park the other day, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. And I was watching a group of teenagers, uh, in a parking lot. And I, and I watched them for a few minutes because I was waiting for my kids and, you know, the dog was out there trying to get the dog to go to the bathroom and we're waiting and just standing. It's hot outside. And I'm watching these kids and they spent probably 15 minutes doing nothing but taking selfies. And in the selfie, they had to make sure there was nobody in the background that it looked clean, sort of clean behind them. If they didn't like it, if it wasn't the right angle, they did it over and over again. And I thought that is exhausting. And what is in the net result that we're having with this constant fascination with ourselves and with our own image, it really dishonors God. And whenever we dishonor God, the net result is suffering. And that's, that's what we're seeing. Right. Right. Because in our, in our deep need for approval in what we look like and what the picture looks like, we lose the development of true connection, which is the main source of fulfillment because if they had their phones in their back pockets and they were talking to one another face to face, they would have much greater connection with one another. They would learn more about other people. They would (laughs) grow more. And, and also they would have more opportunities to use their gifts and talents. And so that's one of the things, that's one of my biggest concerns is the fixation on what you look like is, is, is not developing your intelligence and your gifts and talents. In fact, I have to be totally honest with you. I just did an update on my first book, Girl Perfect. That's going to be coming out in January of next year. And when I did the update, I thought to myself, you know what? Before social media, I was a better writer. Before blogging and scrolling, I was a better writer than I am now. And I was shocked. (laughs) Well written that book because, and I'm not saying that to do my horn. I'm just saying what I'm saying is, is that before social media and before scrolling, we read books. I was reading the greats, and now I'm just reading everybody's 
opinions. It's so frustrating. Yeah, and I think we. I don't want to know it anymore. No, no. I'm I'm back to reading the greats because of that. I'm actually back to reading C.S. Lewis, and I'm back. You know, when I was getting my master's, they had me read all the great writers of all time, and I'm back to doing it again. Yeah. You know, because I I know my true gift is 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 the written word, and so that's that's the thing is that the more time spent fixating on your appearance, the less time spent developing your gifts. And it might be video games. It might be, you know, it might be social media or it might be analyzing other people's lives. Maybe you're not focused on pictures of yourself, but you're focused on pictures of others and, and, and other people's opinions. And so that's, it's just so unhealthy. And, and it also of course goes into the whole issue of body image and self image and, and eating disorders and cutting and self-harm and isolation and depression and anxiety and all of this, when the Bible says that your hearts will become filled with darkness, it's a continual filling. And so we end up in these places where we think, well, medication will help when in truth, maybe getting out and learning to take a walk and look at God's creation, worship his, because the, the root cause is not worshiping God as our creator. So in Beautiful Lies, we study the creator and we study, we study him and what he, what he has created in us and how he wants us to use our gifts and talents to impact culture. I love that. And is this something, because you're going to be teaching this for the next several months over at MomStrong International. And I want people to know, like you come on once a week, we do a live Zoom teaching so they can sit, you know, sit there and they watch you teach and you'll be able to interact with them. Is this something that they could have their daughters and their sons sit in on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I wrote I wrote three books in this series and we're also developing an interactive guide for young men because the identity in Christ is the same, right? You're a daughter of God and your daughter is a daughter of God. Okay. (laughs) Right. Your body is a creation. And so is that little girl who lives in your, your house and teaching her that her body is a creation of God. Her body is a temple of God, that she's a light in her elementary school or her high school or her college. And he is a light. He is an ambassador and he is a son and his body is a temple. It's all the same. It's five identities in Christ that are universal regardless of age or gender. And so uh, women who do beautiful lies, who follow along with the MomStrong International Study that we're going to be teaching, you can absolutely include your family in this, your husbands in it, as well as your young men and little girls. And for tween girls, we have Pretty from the Inside Out, which is a sort of PG, very light version for elementary school girls. And then uh, my book, More Beautiful Than You Know, is the teen girls version of the same book. And that one has 30 days of devotions you can do with your teen girl in the back of the book as well. So that is just, yeah, I'm going to send, I'm so excited about about this and excited about your voice and having you be a part of MomStrong International for the next several months. And I'm hoping that the net result is that it helps turn the the hearts of the mothers away from social media, away from our our Instagram posts and this desire to be seen, because really it's such, we have such a desire to be seen and instead say, Lord, we want, we want to be seen by you you know, that we're loved by the Lord, that our kids are loved because I believe in you and I've talked about this before. I mean, I think we're, you know, should the Lord not intervene, there are some dark days ahead for this country. 
And we've got to know who we are. We have to know who we are in Christ. We have to be able to speak the truth in love. You can't speak the truth in love when you're always worried about what everybody else is thinking about what you're going to say. And it all comes back to identity. So I'm really excited about having you here. And I've been, I'm so grateful that you took the time to talk to us today. And I cannot wait to see what God does with this in the months to come. I'm excited too. I, I agree with you, Heidi. I really do that there are dark days to come. And we know that in scripture. And I've, you know, I, I look at it like this. If we can know, know who we are, we will prepare, we will be prepared for those types of changes in the world and those dark days to come before the return of Jesus. And I believe that it's our job to equip the next generation for his return. And if they know who they are, look, regardless what happens on the earth, I'm his chosen light to this world. And I'm going to hold my head high and I'm going to keep preaching the gospel because that's who I'm created to to be no matter what storms hit, then we've done our job, you know? So that's what it's going to be super fun. So I'm, I'm, and thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for including me in your community. And I'm just, I'm humbled and I'm honored and I will, I will be praying and, uh, for, for the families and I don't take it lightly. So thank you for trusting me with this. And I'm really looking forward to getting to know the women you minister to and hopefully their girls too. Cause I love those teen girls. I, oh, I, I know. Do. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fantastic and uh, it's something that the Lord is doing. So I'm excited and I know that it's for such a time as this. So thank you very much. It's been a delight to have you. Where can people find you online? What's your website? They can find me at yourmore.org. It's the letter U, the letter R-M-O-R-E.org. They can read my story there and see the other books that we have for young women. Request for me to come speak at an event or just shoot me a message. So would love to connect with you over there. I love it. And for those of you who are already members of the MomStrong International community, it's really important for you guys to, if you, if you, um, her books, we have contracted with her. So the books are going to come with your MomStrong membership. So if you want to join us, if you're not a member and you want to join us for Jennifer Strickland's time teaching beautiful lies this July, August, and September, you need to go to momstronginternational.com. And that's where we're going to give you directions for getting your books. All the information that you need is already there. That's at momstronginternational.com. I hope you guys have enjoyed this interview with Jennifer Strickland. I hope you're encouraged just to find your identity in Christ. And I hope that you have been blessed just to know that God loves you and he created you just the way you are. And you were literally born for such a time as this. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for leaving reviews for the podcast and for supporting this ministry financially. And I'll see you back here after the weekend at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.